Good day, love and light to you all, supreme beings. Welcome to another great, exciting episode of Awakening Conversation with me, your host, Mathix Marsangu. Yeah, where you get that spiritual news, that spiritual information like you won't get it anywhere place. Yes, so on today's episode, today's episode, we're going to be talking, we're going to be dialing it down a little, but at the same time, we're going to be tweaking it up because we never stop speaking spiritual and nothing spiritual can ever be truly dialed down what are we going to be talking about today Oof. today we're going to be talking about what attracted you to even listen to this podcast which is what the law of attraction now i i know for a fact that most people have heard about the law of attraction but they don't really know what it is or they don't know the mechanics behind it so today we are going to talk about it in detail so that you may have a clear understanding of just what the law of attraction is okay so, first of all, we're going to look at how it works. What makes the law of attraction work? Or what is the law of attraction? And then we're going to look at how it works. So, first of all, for you to understand the law of attraction, you need to understand one basic law of the universe. And that law we find in the, uh, in the hermetic words or in, in the words of Hermes Trismegistus or the ancient Egyptian god who goes by the name of Toth which the ancient deities as you see them laid out on different temple walls represent different mental archetypes even the buildings themselves um, of ancient Egypt represent the human body in itself how the human body is a temple of the spirit or of higher universal forces which dwell within your body so when you look at yourself in the mirror every day and you gotta go to work or you're looking around and everything feels so earth-based that's because right now your conscious focus is only based here but you transverse all realities your mind is the first law so the first law that you find in ancient egypt is called the law of mentalism which says that everything in the universe is mental so the law is all is mind and everything in the universe is mental so your mind is 90 percent of what you are and 10 percent is only the physical let me say that again your mind is 90 percent responsible for the reality you experience and only 10 percent is physical and that 10% derives from the mind so we're going to look at it from a religious way and then we're going to look at it from a scientific way in religion they say that as a man thinketh so is he or do unto others as you want others to do unto you all that my fellow people is the law of attraction there's another one where they say that when you pray for something pray as if you already have that thing why because that's how the mind works it first starts in thought and then it trickles down into physicality so that you can see it with your eyes or hold it with your hands depending on what it is that you are manifesting you know right now we all want to manifest things like jobs and cars because that's where our conscious focus is and people do manifest those things but what you will notice is the most richest people or people who are wealthy don't stop searching because 
they think or the system rather makes them think that the highest the highest aim of the human is material possession and the material like how i said only is 10 percent so what you really want to deal with is spiritual manifestations but we are not taught that for we don't think we are spiritual beings we tend to think that we are gross matter and this is all that matters literally we think that our bodies is what we are and that is not that is false we are the mind we are the spirit we are the unseen they say that faith is the substance of things unseen in religion that's another thing is that you believe something before you can have it so I'm going to use material things because, I mean, it's, 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 it's what's natural or it's what most people tend to focus on. Let me just say for an example, you want a car. How does a car manifest in your reality? So first, what you do is you, you put the thought in there of a car in your mind. And then, and I'm going to give you some, some juicy secret that you will not get on YouTube on, on just what empowers the law of attraction. So first of all, you put the thought in there. That's when you see people having things like vision boards. Uh, you create a vision. You can create a vision board for yourself. You know, we know this naturally. Some people you see them in their rooms. They have posters of houses that they want to live in in the future. And those people tend to manifest those things, even though they come from poor backgrounds, because the universe works according to your mind. If you can see it in your mind you can manifest it physically but then it's gonna go to how much you believe because believe or belief is what powers the thought now that's the secret i'm giving you belief is what powers the thought so it's not enough to just think it because people think that you just have to think it no you must feel the emotions behind it feel the feeling of what it would be like to have a car feel the feeling of what it would be like to have a girlfriend, to have a boyfriend, to be married, to have a kid, to have that job you want. Feel the feeling of what would it feel like if I had that thing and then insimulate that into your current reality. So right now you're living in an apartment and you want to buy a house. When you walk into your apartment, in your mind, it shouldn't say that, oh, this is my apartment. This is where we go back now to religion, where they say that as a man thinketh, so is he. And when you pray for something, pray as if you already have it. So when you go into your apartment, you don't say, and, and, and you are doing a meditation or a prayer. The key is not to ask. The key is to thank and give thanks for that which you know you already have in the mental. Because within the realm of the mental, there is no time and space. You already are the thing that you want to be. It's just the physical that is participating in what we call linear time. So you have it in, in, in your mindset. You have it in the unconscious. You just now have to bring it into the physical so that you can hold it. That's why the mind is 90%. And the physical is only 10%. Give you another example. You are... You are, in a, you are in a company, you are an employee, and you want to move up in the ranks of the company. Or you want, you want another job, or you want to go do something you like. When you are at your job, the feeling that you are feeling when you are there is what will determine whether you get to stay there longer or whether you will move on. Because you could be at work and feeling that you are trapped 
or you could feel that you are at work and feel that you are participating in an unfolding of what we call the linear time of your physical body so you want to work in in a radio in a radio environment but currently you're working at a job you don't want when you are at that job don't see yourself as that position that you are currently occupying feel the emotions feel see it in your mind's eye see where you want to be give an example that 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 happened to me when i went to university when i was in matric uh i wanted to i once got this uh this prophecy because i like i believe or i know that the psychic world exists and things like prophecy are a fact so the church where i was in this other psychic lady or prophetic lady came to me and told me that any university you want don't stress because i was like stressing like any university you want you're gonna be able to go to it i was like what this lady is talking bullshit man i wanted to to go to pta to pretoria at the time because it was you know i've been hearing in high school pretoria up is the one the, the, the ladies are beautiful the environment i wanted to go there my dad applied for a teaching course and they accepted me in up and then i was like i really but i don't really wanna i don't really wanna go there and i had forgotten at the time what that lady had said then i wanted to go to joburg to university of johannesburg but i didn't know what course i wanted to do although i specialize or my favorite thing to do is to communicate i like public speaking you know i'm a i'm a public guy i do poetry in fact i should hit you with some of my poems sometimes guys but that's for that's for another time so i thought to myself no but i don't really want to do teaching i want to go to i want to go to joba all my friends were going to Joburg but it wasn't because of my friend all of a sudden I just had this feeling of wanting to go to Joburg and I just found out that my dad also applied there for me you know I wasn't really into school guys <laughs> I wasn't really into school but I was I had gotten the marks the people who were in matric at the time right they applied even in grade 11 still I wasn't worried about these things. I just wanted to finish school just so I could be oh, I'm done with this so they had applied right oh Oh, I already applied in grade 11 with my grade 11 marks and they took me. I said, "Oh, me should I should I be stressed?" Something was like, "Relax, just finish your matric." I finished my matric. I applied with my matric results. And my dad came to me like, "Ish, there was this nice course about communication and marketing in in, in UJ, but they're saying that it's full." I was like, "Wait, communicate There's a co- communicate. Whoa, what? Let me look at it. I looked at it. I was like, "Hey, this sounds like something that I want. Communication and marketing. This is this is me." I looked at I, I looked at the brochure. I was like, "This is me. This is who I am. I want this. I want to go there." And it was full. I was like, "Nah." I was like, "I want this." I'd forgotten the the the, the thoughts um the words of that lady who said any anywhere you want to go to to study you want to go. Hmm, what if I had thought about how <laughs> So probably would have went huh in fact not even probably there's a parallel reality where I'm in Harvard right now and I'm speaking so sophisticated hey i'm in Harvard university because i thought of this it was the law of attraction that has brought me to you people never mind my scores <laughs> so i'm there one day i'm 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 helping my dad out with his with his like private business you know 
and so I'm working with one of one of the guys who work for my dad and, and like we're fixing the roof uh, some lady's room was leaking my dad owns property you know like so uh, he's like a retail dude you're not a retail dude uh, he owns I can't believe such an easy word would escape my mind. <laughs> you throw such complex words like chakras, manifestations, uh, synchronize the universe, and then you forget uh, property. I can't believe my dad owns property. <laughs> so I was working with one of the guys, and one day he pulls up. He's like, ah, man, it's full. You know, like nothing is happening. And then, and then he smiled, and he's like, no, I'm joking you accepted into UJ for this course. I was like, wow. Because at night, every time I used to think, I'm like, I want this, I want this. I would feel it. And I went there. And I, and I hadn't really been knowing about the law of attraction to this degree. But it happened, which is the secret that I'm telling you that whether you know it or not, you are doing it right now. You are using the law of attraction, but you are messing up because you are doing it unconsciously. You can manifest things you want just so as you know that you can participate consciously in the reality that you want to create for yourself. So now let's look at it in a scientific way. In science, in science, uh, actually, when, when, when we even call it the law of attraction, it is scientific in itself because the mind, the mind itself already functions in those realms. The mind itself is a scientist. The mind itself is a mathematician. The mind itself is a construction worker. I mean, look at the body it has constructed. Even your atoms, they already know all these things. Your, your atoms already know biology, chemistry. They already know architect. Look at, look at the body you are living in. So what you need to do now is just support it because you are a scientific machine. What you think happens, whether you like it or not, it will happen. Your most highest focused attention in science, they say that energy cannot be created or destroyed. It only transforms. So the energy of your attention is the most important thing. Where or what you pay attention to is what comes to your reality. The native Indians say that all of us have two wolves inside of us. There's a light wolf and a dark wolf. Uh, a dark wolf. The one that you feed is the one that grows in strength. Now, Obviously, this is symbolic for the light being consciousness and knowledge and love and then the dark wolf just being ignorance and all the things that you can do to yourself with an ignorant mind. So once you understand that you yourself are the creator, you yourself are a supreme being, you yourself are divine and what makes you a God is the fact that what you think you can manifest because what is God? Is God a creator? Yes, God is a creator. Can you create? Of course you can create because you are made in the image of the most highest creator but you are God at a lower degree because you are still occupying a material body. So you grow in degrees of being God. There's levels to being God. And in all these levels of being God, there's different, there's different vi vibratory states that you can tap into. When you die, you leave the physical body, which is dense, and you go into a much more refined, subtle body where things are not so dense. 
The trick about the physical body is it's so dense that it, it, it usually takes time between a thought and when that thought manifests that people do not even attribute what manifested to the thought. But in the higher spiritual realms, like when you dream, what happens? Everything is instantaneous. One moment you're peeing, the next thing you close your zip and you're at your granny's house. And then after talking to your granny, when you turn your back, you're in Cape Town. Jump in the ocean next thing you in Canada. That's why it's because the thought is, is, is instantaneous. Now, what we are trying to do is bring that fast level of manifestation into the physical. Although it won't happen that rapidly that one moment you'll be in the car. But something that might happen is you'll think this happens to everyone. That, that This is the law of it. You think of someone that someone calls you. Or you... You think of something, you see it on TV, that's attraction, the type of friends you have, where you live right now, all of that has been the attractions that you have been doing unconsciously. So what I'm trying to let you know in this podcast now is you can do all of these things consciously. You can do and manifest all of these things consciously because that's what you are. You are made in the image of the most high creator. You are God. You are Goddess. You are Tehuti. You are Heru. You are God. You are Krishna. You are Buddha. You are Jesus. You are all these entities personified. You are all powers in heaven and in and on earth. You are a collection of divine supernatural material. You are made up of intelligent material, but you have forgotten. That's what we call the fall. And through the law of attraction, I'm telling you that you can not only just attract physical things, you can attract back to you that which belongs to you. And that is the highest positions in the universe. You can attract back your rightful place in the thrones of creation. You can bring back that which belongs to you, that which has been taken away from you. And that is your mind. And that is your heart. We have lost love. We have lost the mind. And through the collective law of attraction, we can attract all these things back to ourselves. And then we can now consciously create our reality. We can now consciously participate in this holographic creation because life is a game. And the law of attraction is a cheat code in that game. Good day to you all, beloveds. I hope this was helpful for you.